Welcome to episode 63 of Shanlin on Batman. I'm your host, Justin Shanlin. Tom Harper is really sick. I'm sick. He's so sick. He's dying. He's dying. There's Kyle Davis and Tom Harper. Hey. Before we jump into tonight's episode, talking about Suicide Squad, screenings, Jeff Johns, uh, we got to take care of some business. Make sure that you uh, follow us on Shanlin on Bat. Make sure that you have subscribed to the Shanlin on Batman official YouTube channel. Uh, make sure that you're following Looting Kyle and Batman Baselap. Make sure that you're coming to the website. We've been post- posting a l- bunch of stuff on that uh, website recently. So, yeah. a lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. John McGee's got some articles up there, some op oh, yeah. ads that are definitely worth reading. Oh, yeah. We gotta utilize him better. I think he's so good at what he does. For sure. Uh, yeah. Make sure that you're doing that. Want to shout out to uh, Cedric Ramos, being at the super fan of the week again. <laughs> super fan of the week. We need a plaque with his picture on it. And he needs to be like put it on the wall. And he is like thumbs up. Yeah, like, give us a thumbs up. <laughs> and then like one day our wall will look like the stereotypical movie wall with like the same picture of the same guy over and over. Just yes. Fan of the week. Kyle just got a bat boner thinking about that. Yep. <laughs> so, other than Tom being sick, how is everyone? That good. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's about to move. He's yeah, moving far, far very away. Very busy. Uh, so, yeah, let's jump right into tonight's episode. Uh, first comes first, uh, Margot Ro- Robbie, Robbie. I can never know how to pronounce her last name. I think it's Robbie, isn't it? I don't know. I thought it was Roby. Well, I always thought it, it was Gal Gadot, but it's really Gal Gadot. For real? For real. Wait, so it's like how it's spelled? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's a first. I really thought it was Gal Gadot, but she... So did I. She went on Jimmy Cam- Kimmel, and she's like, she's like, it's it's Gal Gadot. I was like, whoa. Is she all sassy like that, too? Yeah, she was sass. Oh, wow. But she was sexy. And sassy. Suicide Squad. SS. Sexy and sassy. Hey, hey. So, Margot Ro- Robbie. I'll just say Robbie. Okay. Uh, Margot Robbie is set to produce a DC film. She's producing it? Yeah, yes. she's going to be producing it, according to the report that's out there. I think it was Hollywood Reporter that did that one. But, the ho- I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it was Hollywood Reporter. They said that... Uh, Margot Robbie is going to be producing a future DC film. It's going to be kind of a spinoff of Harley Quinn, but she—it's not just going to be like a Harley Quinn film. It's going to be like the best of the uh, DC super heroines and super chick villains. Right? Who's supposed to be in it? Uh, the Birds of Prey, Poison Ivy, Katana, Harley Quinn. I already say Poison Ivy. I think so. Uh, you can never say Poison Ivy. Catwoman, too much. I believe. I think so. I don't know. I, I don't. Think it is Cat. I don't. I don't remember. I just watched the trailer thing for it. I'm pretty sure I seen a few shots of old Catwoman's. I mean, maybe. maybe I don't know, but it's. I'm, I can't I'm remember. That was that wasn't the big news of the week. The big news of the week was Jeff Johns. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for that. The the ir- irony with that story is a few hours before that, the Iron Man three. Uh, <laughs> 
Shane Black uh, did the art, did an interview about Iron Man three and how uh, Disney decided not to use the original villain of that movie. The original villain of that movie was going to be a girl, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 no! We can't sell toys, so it can't be a girl." I'm just like, that would made the movie so much better. It wouldn't have saved the movie. It wouldn't have. It wouldn't have saved the movie. It's. It was just a train wreck. I still haven't seen it. It's Don't. so bad. I it was on the other day, and I well, see. I saw the the it's a waste of TV space. <laughs> Iron Patriot. I was like, I've totally forgot Iron Patriot was in this movie. There's it's so many a- superhero movies I haven't seen solely based on the fact that you two are like. Don't do it. <laughs> you should at least <laughs> see Amazing Spider-Man. yourself. <laughs> yeah, you should at least see Amazing Spider-Man 2. I did see that. We <laughs> talked about that. Do, do, do. You just you just blocked it out of your, your memory. <laughs> I probably did. Yeah. It's that horrible. It's pretty bad. So let's jump right back into the topic. I'm excited for this. This is good news with everything going on. I keep hearing from, like, I guess I have sources now. <laughs> that the formula Look at Mr. Big Shot over here. Uh, the formula for the DC Cinematic Universe is uh, changing. Now they when I what I was told is uh, it was just the formula was changed. They didn't give me like specifics. They all they said right now is just it's in it's just changing. So it sounds like things are changing for the good. I I'm really excited for this. Like they can really they can, if they can make this movie they, i'm sure they could uh not only make a great film with uh margot robbie producing it cuz it sounds like in the in the article that i read that she uh she really fell in love with the character harley quinn and then she was reading up on the character like doing her research she really loved the other superheroines and the the, the girl supervillains in the in the dc uh universe so that'd be really awesome but they also what they also could do uh they could spin off some of those characters and make it into a Netflix series. Yeah. That would be amazing. I don't know why DC has not utilized that that medium. It's a winning formula right there. Like like really, Netflix or HBO or or AMC even. FX. I, I really think that though that that needs to happen. Like get a show on there. Uh, they better like that's my preferred way of getting stuff I, i'd rather watch a really high quality tv series on one of those shows on one of those channels than an actual movie yeah because you're it's it's really episodic you like you can really yeah, it's uh, easier to formulate like a plan with that style you're not trying to condense everything into two hours you have like 10 hours to spread stuff out <laughs> <laughs> Spread it out. Uh, I'm like Tom. What, what do you think? I know you're under the weather, but I feel like talking about Harley Quinn will make you feel a little bit better. Of course, always. Uh, no, it's interesting that they're doing the all girl thing. Like, I, it's been. It's always like in. It's always in like the news. You know, like we need to put more girls stuff out there so girls can feel empowered and blah blah blah. And like that's great. And they should. I think that's totally going to help out. But for like a DC movie and all that, what we've already seen of Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is stunning, and we've only seen trailers. So I think if they're going to make a whole entire movie out of it and include other villains that happen to be women as well, like it's going to knock it out of the park. And making her producer of it, I think is genius because this whole Suicide Squad press stuff that's been going on, she's been a real big like 
she's just been a real big name behind the movie. Like she's always so giddy about it. And she's like, a flag waver. Yeah, she loves. She she straight up loves the Suicide Squad film. She thinks it's great, and she she I can't remember where she said it, but in an interview, she said that. Harley Quinn's definitely the most interesting character in that whole. Movie. Well, she re- she really is interesting. No, I'm really excited when we get Paul Dini back on uh, on the show in the summer when we're gonna like talk to him about like his thoughts about Margot Robbie. But the the caveat about that news is they're getting a female writer to write that movie. Yeah, I think that's even more genius. And that's something that's kind of been flying under the radar. I'm like, oh Was my Wonder god! Wonder Woman a female writer, or is it just female? Ooh, ah, no, uh, Fuchs, something oh, okay. Fuchs, I, Shane Fuchs, Gary Fuchs, Jeff. Just Fuchs, woman something. director then? Yeah, woman okay. director. I really, I, if if they can if they can hire a, a really great female director, get a really great female writer. There's tons of female writers out there. Yeah. Fly under the radar, but that news really flew under the radar because everyone's like, "Oh my God, Birds of Prey, Gatana, Poison Ivy." Is Birds of Prey like really a random pull? No. Well, no. I guess. I feel like it's kind of like random. I mean, they had a they had a, like a WB like when it was when CW was WB. Yeah. I watched like three or four episodes of Birds of Prey. It was really really good. Huh. Like that was uh, I want to say that was right after Smallville came out. Man, it was so long ago. But it was really good. They'd always mention they'd always talk about like uh Batman and stuff in the in the show. Huh. But I really like Birds of Prey. But uh, oh yeah, Batgirl's supposed to be in it. That's who it was. It wasn't Catwoman, it was oh, Batgirl. Okay. So that's really exciting as well. So maybe Gina Malone, if she's really playing Batgirl in uh and this DC extended universe, like that'd be really awesome too. Like I really think that this is gonna be a huge hit. I'm excited for it. If they can get a writer like Gail Simone, she's wrote, uh, wrote all sorts of amazing uh, girl comic book characters like Batgirl and, you know, you name it. Everything she touches is golden. I'm really excited for that. I really think that's a winning formula. Like, Har- the Harley Quinn just... If it was just a straight-up Harley Quinn movie, that'd be great, too. They could really explore her relationship with the Joker... And, you know, so many other things, but they're getting all these other characters and really populating the world with these super superheroines and supervillains. It's awesome. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like the DC superheroines versus the DC, you know, bad guys, bad girls, I guess you should say. Kyle, you've been kind of quiet over there. Let's, what, what are your, what's your take? Uh, it's a cool concept. But I don't really have anything else to say until maybe after I see Suicide Squad. That maybe that'll help me get a little more excited for it. It's a cool concept, though. I'm I'm for it. I'm even if the movie's mediocre, I'm be like, yeah, this is good. I, I like I'm serious. Like I've been I've been looking forward to something. It'll change it up. Like with, with what super uh, superhero film of like the last twenty years has just been straight up about the female. Oh, none. Exactly. Yeah. No. That's that's true and there in wasn't kick-ass about a girl uh I'm they had hit kidding. girl but that, that wasn't was, that was that was a really bad joke oh whatever <laughs> i'm sick oh <laughs> uh, yeah like i'm i'm really looking forward to that what else are we talking about tonight fucking jeff johns but that, there was one of those who's things that guy oh the suicide squad screening 
Jeff Johns? No, yeah, you're right. There is there there was there was a Suicide Squad screening. So Tom, take that away. Um, earlier today on Twitter, more than a couple people started <laughs> like allegedly saying that they seen a Suicide Squad pre-screening, and everyone was like, "That's BS, whatever, shut up." Until Mr. Jeff Johns favorited a uh, a tweet that said, "I'm so I just saw an early screening for Suicide Squad," and then like. 10 exclamation points. It was fucking amazing. Jeff Johns favorited that on Twitter. So by him going out of his way to favorite something like that, I would have to say that it most definitely happened. Um, it is kind of early for a pre-screening, though, don't you think? Uh, Maybe not. It's like two months, right? we got two months until Suicide Squad. It's a little on the earliest We're like three, three months away, yeah. but I don't, like, I don't think it's too early. Like, if they would have the screening back in, like, January or February, I would have said, yeah, that's a little early because you worry about leaks when things like this happen. Right. You worry about, you worry about those, these people writing reviews Well, there was online. a tweet where somebody said something that was, like, kind of spoiler-esque, and I was like, what, wait, what, what the fuck? Wait a minute. Stop it. Like, no, there's some spoilers yeah, today on I don't, Twitter. I don't want to... I want nothing to do with spoilers. There's some spoilers today about Rebirth. Yeah, oh, yeah, I saw that. Holy yeah. crap. Did you see the spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> If that's really true, which I'm sure it is, I saw the photos. Yep, that's gonna be mind blowing. But anyway, back to but the the reason why that they there's the, there's two reasons why they do screens. One, they want to get the flavor. Of what okay, what the fans think of it. Right. The other thing is okay, where could like these test screenings are? They're like kind of focus groups, I guess you could say. Uh huh. They they kind of like okay, what's working, what's not working. They they write out a thing. What. Like, there's a little card that'll say, at what point in the film does the movie drag? What Who is the strongest character? Is there anything that... What was your favorite thing about the movie? What was your least favorite thing? And then they, they, they take those little cards, and then they talk about it. But the, re- the only thing I don't like about test screenings is uh, the leaks. Like, they, somebody could go up... Somebody who dislikes the DC Cinematic Universe... Could go and write a a bad review just out of spite, you know. Like instead of being an objective movie reviewer, they could go out and just like this movie sucks. It's like Batman and Robin, blah 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 blah. Well, so, overall, overall, everybody seems to have enjoyed mm-hmm. it from what I've been reading. What they should do though, and what Peter Jackson does whenever he does, because he screens his movies early, but what he does is he shows the movie to all the cast and the crew. And then they are objective. Like, that's what they did with Lord of the Rings. And look at those movies. Right. So I think that that's the smart way to go about it. They have these private screenings for, you know, the executives, the the cast and the crew. Because I feel like you can be, when you're a cast member, when you're a crew member, like, if you're in the makeup department, you're not, like... You're not really heavily invested in the day-to-day story operation. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can have those same conversations. What works? What doesn't work? Obviously, you're gonna be a little biased because you worked on the film, but you can have those conversations. What's working in this film? What's not working? I think that's the way they should do these kind of things. I'm glad they're doing it because it sounds. I'm I'm hearing nothing but positive things with Suicide Squad. Yeah, the trailer's been on point. Uh, Jeff Johns got into the mix with the the final act of the movie to kind of f- 
work on the the overall third act. Like I, I wouldn't say the third act, but the ending or something. I don't know. I keep seeing I keep seeing things where it says Jeff Johns worked on the third act of the film. So he got heavily involved with that. I'm excited for it. Does anyone have anything else to say about it? I kind of beat a dead horse. Kick it. Kick so. it. <laughs> Kyle? When does this movie come out? I need to go see it now. August? Mid-August? Yeah, August 9th. Uh, I'm going to go camp out in th- front of a theater right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Kyle's really going to do that. There's just, like It's just been very... It's been a different vibe of this movie. Everything about it, I've seen photos, you know, hearing Will Smith talk about it, Margot Robbie, Jared Leto. Whenever there, there's someone just give any minor details. I mean, Jared Leto the other day was talking about how he would test out the voice in Times Square. Yeah. Like, people are like, wow, this is, there's just something different. It's really inspiring to see how everyone's kind of like getting getting around the Suicide Squad film because it's different. It's interesting. It's It's got Batman. It's got the villains. It's got... Do you think it's because of, like, the big-name actors that are in it? Or do you I don't, think is Will Smith really a big-name actor anymore, though? Yeah. Still? I don't He's know. He's still pretty big. Yeah. I think anything... You could put Will Smith in, like, a freaking Powerpuff Girls movie and it would be... Awesome. Well, he did that After Earth movie, and that tanked. And like his, his... well, we don't blame Will Smith for that. We blame the his son for that one. <laughs> M Night Shyamalan. Hmm? M Night Shyamalan directed that movie. We blame him too. <laughs> we blame them all. But he was in Focus, and that was an okay. Like I went and saw Focus. I really liked him in Focus, but yeah. everyone thought this is going to be like Will S- bring Will Smith back into the forefront because he hasn't really had a huge hit in the like four or five years but i really feel like suicide squad is going to be that huge hit and he is already working with david ayer on some netflix series or something i didn't hear that i think that's what i heard well, but i'm really strange. looking forward to suicide like a dead shot Possibly. no i think uh, it's like a tv i don't know it's not it's not anything comic book but okay. they like working with each other so much that they're gotcha. uh they're and apparently movies. like i keep hearing they've already greenlit greenlit a suicide squad 2 movie I heard a rumor of that, too. So, like, that's really good. Like, you have not heard anything, any, like... There has been no crap, like, BBS, that's for sure. Yeah, there's there's no pre-assumptions being thrown out that are garbage, you know? Right. No one seems to be on the same page, and they're excited for this film. Even, even like, a few, like, a few months ago when they had that, that where they were doing those heavy reshoots, bringing a few more humor. Oh, yeah. Like, that wasn't even, like, this movie's dog shit. It was just, like, they just want to fix a few things. And even that, like, even when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that just sounds... That sounds about right. Like they want to, they want to tight thing, tighten things up. They want to make sure that this is really the best thing. Because David Ayer is a fantastic filmmaker. I think that he really has. I have the utmost respect for David Ayer. So I'm really looking forward to his take. I'm looking forward to like ever, like even like when he first started like writing the movie, he'd like post out like uh, he tweet out photos of, like yeah. I'm trying to get. He was like, "Should I go canon or should I go my own way?" It was like, "I'm gonna." He said something like, "I'm gonna try to, do, I'm gonna try to mold this with canon, but I'm, I'm try, I'm gonna take it to a different place." He's built in risk with this film, like kind of like what Tim Burton did with the Batman '89 film, like that built-in risk where, you know, like he's gonna give us something it's all different. Or nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. 
And I really think the movie is going to pop. And like Kyle said, I'm going to see this movie now. Like, if even if they gave me, like, 25 minutes of, like, bootleg and it was really terrible, like, grainy footage, I still want to see <laughs> I'd, it. I'd watch it. Yeah. I would so watch that. I wouldn't even care. And just, I remember when the freaking Bohemia Rhapsody trailer came out. I watched that trailer, like, 50 times and, like, just over and over again. I like, still watch it. It's so good. Yeah. Remember, like, just... Just like oh, six months ago or so, we were just so over Suicide Squad because of all the trailer or because of all the set leaks. Yeah. We were like, "Fuck this! This is gonna be dog shit!" Like it's just getting leaked all over the place. We've already seen half the movie. <laughs> and then we got those trailers, and it was like we haven't seen anything. And now everyone's just like on their heels. Especially that keep, we keep hearing there's gonna be more Batman in the movie too. I, I'm okay with that. Like that, I I'm, I feel like we. I, we don't even know how much. Yeah. I, if he's in the movie like 30% of the, 35% of the time, that's way more than I would have ever thought. I thought it was just going to be like a minor cameo, but I, we keep hearing like he's in it way more than what we know or think of. So I may have a heart attack if I see Batman and the Joker fight. Oh my God. I really might. I really think that's how they need to end the movie. There's like, no way they have the both of them in one movie and don't have them What crash. if they build up the suspense and like Joker drives away flipping off Batman or something? It's like, like, I oh, really... Wait for it. Blue balls to the max. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I really... Bat balls. I really think that'd be a perfect way to kind of end that film because obviously we're getting Justice League before like the Batman movie. Yeah. But to see like... Batman and the Joker like almost face off, but they don't fight. That and then so terrible, but awesome at the same time. Maybe like the chicken fight in Family Guy, like how <laughs> <laughs> I went there. Like they they fight like at the very beginning, like very little, and then like there's that huge drought out like twenty minute just fight. Peter's like holy crap, and then just like fight for. <laughs> uh yeah, look, I'm I'm really looking forward to this film. I can't I can't say any any more about it. I hope I get to see the film early. I really I hope they do some a few preview screens. I really hope I get into that early. Me so. too. <laughs> I'll pencil that right in. So if they hey, so Tom, if they have like a special trailer screening, you should probably go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you have to drive a hundred miles just to see actually a trailer, no. If, if we, we like decide to go up. this time. They would not. Yeah, yeah. Like, we had such a bad, bad fiasco last time when we did this. We're just not doing that anymore. God damn it! Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna let's uh, let's answer a few questions. Let me pull that up. Twitter, you asked oh, us. Uh, Brooklyn Batman uh, at a J Scar seventy asked us about Suicide Squad. Yep. Um, yeah, we just we just kind of answer that. So thank you, Brooklyn Batman. You're awesome. We we appreciate it. Uh, I know that Cedric Ramos. He asked us a question. We pulled that one up. I'm really bad at this. Uh, we should like almost prepare for things. I know I'm really bad. Uh, I've got it. it. Says, do you guys think that they will change the DCEU slate of movies? And then he wished me a good recovery. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Um, I think that we're already kind of getting a few. It has to happen at this slate point. Slate movies, and, yeah. and it really segues great into the next topic Definitely. of Jeff Johns. I don't know, like, like I said, I keep I mean, hearing the formula. They've been changing. like hinting at the Birds of Prey thing. They're hinting at a Booster Gold movie now. Like, yeah, like th- that. That's where, 
in the current lineup, I don't think there's any room for that unless they're pushing it to 2021 or something. I think they're going to push some stuff back. And Jeff John's back. getting in the mix of things. He loves the characters that are not the most well-known. Booster Gold. I know for a fact, as soon as I ca- I we heard that there's going to be a possible Booster Gold movie, I'm like, okay, Jeff Johns is calling some sort, <laughs> sort of shot here. Because not only that, he's bringing in writers from TV yeah. to do that. So, so to answer your question, Cedric, I think the slate of movies, I think... Anything and everything is possible at this point with the, the slate of films. I think everything past Justice League could change. I really do as well. I, I'm... Everything. Like, I could see, like, Flash and Cyborg. I don't... I could even... Like, instead of it just being a Flash film, I could see, like, Flash and Cyborg like team, team up. up. yeah. Yeah. Like, the, there, there's so many things that could potentially take place. The only thing that we don't know about right now is who's directing these films. Right. We haven't heard anything about George Miller's involvement. We haven't heard anything about who's going to be directing the Flash movie. I really think that we haven't heard anything about the Flash movie yet because I feel like that's that movie's changing. And changing because they're going to try to do a Cyborg Flash team up because there were there were was that rumor that Cyborg was going to have was going to be in the Flash movie. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to be more so than just him having a cameo in it. Kyle, how do you think things are changing then? Dramatically. Dramatically. <laughs> I think the response from BVS, and I said this. They weren't ripples. They were tidal waves. I, I, yeah, like I said this on my my, uh, my webisode that I did a few weeks ago. I said, look, remember what happened with Batman and Robin? Well, what did, what was the response after Batman and Robin? They had to we had to wait seven years for Chris Nolan. They wanted to make sure everything was right. Well, they can't wait seven years this time. Nope. So what they're gonna do is they're gonna really look hard at their slate of films. They're gonna re they're gonna shuffle things. They're gonna reorganize. Things are gonna happen that's gonna benefit the DC Cinematic Universe because of the the lukewarm reception to Batman v Superman. And look what's happening. And that brings us to the last topic of the evening. Jeff Johns and... Is it John Berg or Jim Berg? John Berg. Okay, John Berg. Before we move on, though, do you think Green Lantern's still happening? I think Green Lantern is going to be pushed to the forefront now. I think oh, Green, forefront, you think? I think Green Lantern is going to be moved up to Justice League 1. Ooh, interesting. Because I bet you that Jeff Johns... Uh, we're didn't gonna, like the. We're gonna the, redeem this character. Didn't like the, the Thanks, way that Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> the way that the first Green Lantern. Now he was a, he produced it. I don't know his. Ex, I feel like he was, he was more a of a writer on it, wasn't he? No, no, he wasn't a writer. They used like the Jeff Johns kind of like Hal Jordan stuff, but I really think that he's like okay. You guys screwed up Green Lantern once. Let's get this right. <laughs> Let's really get this right. And that's going to be awesome, too, the Green Lantern Corps. So, yeah. So let's get right into... Uh... How about Shazam? Yep, he is writing on that. Who is? Jeff Johns is writing on Shazam. He is? Yeah, I haven't heard of that. I, I actually fact-checked it earlier. Interesting. It's due to come out in 2019. Because uh... I heard, I thought I saw that Darren Lemke was writing that one. I definitely seen it today. 
Um, <laughs> oh, so Warner Brothers made a new division today. Or wait, that wasn't today. It that was, was like a few days. It was ago. like five in the morning, and you were like all over that shit. I was like, wow, look at you. Well, it happened like it happened like the night before. Like at, it was like a weird time because I w- I went to bed at like eight or something. And I woke up at like midnight and I saw like everyone going ape shit on Facebook and Twitter about the Jeff Johns news. So I I sent you guys because yeah. I know it had to been Wednesday because you were at work. Oh yeah, you're right. You're so right, you're right. like it happened Tuesday so night. I was like finally, so they they make a new uh, film division called DC Films and. John Berg, uh, who is... Is a Warner Executive Vice President. Mm-hmm. And who is... Who has worked w- with Ben Affleck a lot of times. Yes. With Jeff Johns. Uh, is... They're now in charge of the DC films. And we've been, we've been really beating the drum for the last few weeks to get Jeff Johns to be the guy, be the Kevin Feige of the DC Cinematic Universe. And finally it's happening. I'm going to let Kyle, like, what what are your thoughts, your impressions? What do, you, what do you like? What do you dislike? Let's go. What do I dislike? <laughs> Crickets. If I had a cricket sound effect, I'd play it right there. <laughs> no, like, yeah, we've been kind of championing this idea that Jeff Johns should be involved quite a while ago and now it's happening and he even has some help in addition to all of what he brings so i'm completely for this i'm for it as well because jeff johns cuts his teeth in film i i like i said like i I said it before um jeff johns is the is the man he's the one who should be doing this kind of a thing and he and why he everything he touches is gold like and when he really gets involved in these projects like when he was writing when he like i mean the, the he worked he got his job in la working being an assistant for for richard donner like the story goes uh he was looking for an internship and he called richard donner's office and uh whoever was answering the phones that day Patched him over accidentally to Richard Donner. Accidentally, <laughs> and uh, he got a job. He like, and he worked with with Richard Donner. And I, the the word that I am gonna use that Richard Donner used. There's a big in Richard Donner's office. There's a big uh, banner that uh, he had when he worked on Superman. It was verisimilitude. I really, th- I'm really uh, hopeful and optimistic. Oh yeah, hopeful and optimistic that these films are going to be amazing. I feel like there's, and he even said, Jeff Johns, you know, the Vulture thing came up the other day that uh, there these films are going to be uh, have hope and optimism. Those so, two words came up a lot. Yeah, hope and optimism, which is fine with me. I, uh, yeah, like he worked with Richard Donner. He 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 knows. And it wasn't just like, like Donner, like that was his mentor. Like he knows how these films need to be. He knows he knows the characters in the DC world inside and out. And he likes a challenge. Like he goes out of his way to write, rewrite Aquaman, The Flash, and make them badasses. He's wrote hundreds of comics. Like he knows all these characters inside and out. Like he's an Eisner Award winning 
writer and he's and he's not afraid to to tweak things to make right, the story right. better with these characters. What what are you thinking, Tom? I we've been at bat for this to happen for a long time now, and I'm really glad it did. Um, it I think it really helps that. His relationship with I like you never hear anybody like oh yeah I got to work with Jeff Johns oh great you know like everybody seems to have a lot of trust in in him to do what needs to be done and to like call out when something's bullshit you know like it I think that this is the last like piece of the pie that Warner Brothers and this new DC Films division needed to get these films into the the next level. Where do you think before we jump back into like what we're hopeful for or what we op- or are optimistic for with Jeff bringing Jeff Johns, where do you think Zack Snyder's role is at now with Jeff Johns kind of coming in? Do you think his role is changing because so far he's been kind of like the de facto or the the guy in default when it comes to the overall vision and how these films are have been kind of steered Kyle what do you, where do you think these films are going do you think that he's gonna have as much say anymore or do you think that uh do you think that they're they're still gonna be because it sounds like they're still filmmaker friendly but you got there has to be something changing right I mean I would assume so but like Ever since they've announced the addition of like three more producers for Justice League, you haven't heard anything from Snyder? Nope. I feel like he's getting pushed to the back a little bit. I think that's what's happening, but they're just being quiet about it to not cause any alarm. Like he, He's still going to be involved in the movie to a degree, but I don't think he's in control for the most part. So who who's really in control of Justice League, do you think? Do you think it's Affleck? Do you think they're gonna, it's kind of like Affleck the, and Jeff Johns? Do you think that do you think that Affleck is really the co-director on this film and not just the EP? It's very possible. I mean, he was he was made the EP, but like, let's be honest, what does the EP actually do? He's he's actually like a co-director for the most part. Like, like an EP is kind of just they're kind of the guy that kind of like makes sure that, um that when you're let's say that you're trying to set up a scene and you need a car like a specific car they're the kind of guy like i know this is like probably the worst uh like analogy or like analogy for what an ep don't worry batman can get that car he like okay i'm looking for a 1967 dodge challenger the executive producer, he's the one who's like, okay, how much does this cost? Where where do I got to go to this? What color do you need? He, They're the ones that kind of, like, make the vision happen. You know, like, the director has a vision. They're the kind of ones that kind of, like, support his vision to make sure that they get the Dodge Challenger. It's 1967 and it's Are you black. trying to say he's going to keep Snyder's budget in line? <laughs> no one can keep Snyder's budget in line. But bringing in... I, I don't see Ben Affleck being an EP. I see him more being a yeah, that producer. Doesn't, that doesn't sound like his thing, you know? No. 
<laughs> and like, yeah, I'll get you that coffee. Sir. It's like yes, we're sir, gonna make I'll get you the coffee. We're gonna make Ben Affleck the accountant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh wait a minute, exactly. <laughs> that movie looks that, really that's good. Happening. <laughs> that movie looks really good. It does actually. I'm like, damn. And J.K. Simmons is in that movie too. Um, it's Illuminati. It's a good trailer. <laughs> It's actually a secret DC project. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's all Illuminati funded. It's when it's it's uh it's like uh when Jim Gordon is Batman in the new fifty two. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's where Bruce Wayne was. He was really an accountant. Where's Jared Leto? <laughs> um so you so you really think like that Snyder not only is he pushed back, like his vision isn't gonna be his original vision for Justice League isn't going to be that anymore. Like, it's changing. I think there will still be hints of it, but I don't think it will be the complete vision. Oh, in, in the report when Ben Affleck w- was announced as EP, and now the same kind of thing was announced when Jeff Johns was uh, put in the fold with, you know, this new DC Films. It's, they In both reports, they say, like, they're going to be the one who, they're going to be the ones helping with post-production. So, hmm. it's almost like, okay, go shoot your movie, but we're going to take it from you. I'm okay with that. I, I don't know. It's, it's just very weird. And there's been, and like Kyle said, like there's been no, there's been no tweets from Zack Snyder. It's like there's, Zack Snyder doesn't exist anymore yeah. or something. <laughs> he just went on vacation. He heard the Jeff John news and went on vacation. <laughs> do, you, do you think that it's kind of like a golden parachute kind of a thing? We're like, okay, we're just going to pay I don't you think money. that would work out very well. A golden parachute and all. Do you know what a golden parachute is? Obviously not. Okay, a golden parachute this is. something. Um, like when a company wants you to, let's say like GM. Let's use GM here, General Motors. Since we're from Michigan, from Flint, GM's here. So is Jeff Johns. He's from Detroit. Yeah, so, so what a golden parachute is. Let's say like you, the board decides, you know what, we don't like the direction of where you're taking the company. We want you to go away. So what your a golden parachute is, we're going to give you a lot of money to go away. Oh, I thought like you jump out of an airplane, you got a golden parachute. And you're no. Like, oh shit, this is way too heavy. <laughs> I'm drowning in money. Yeah. So do you, I feel like th- maybe that's what's going on. They're kind of like, we're just going to give you a lot of money just to say... That you're the director, and I'm pu- and I'm using the quotation fingers. And I mean, he's probably like, sure, why not? Lots of money, and I still get to have my name on the. It's director. okay. I, I can't take these characters seriously when they're costume anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I talk a lot in costume. I can't take. <laughs> so may- maybe that's what's going on. I don't know. It's been very bizarre. Like I don't. Th- I think that he's a director. Kind of like just. I I still think he's a good director, but the I'm not that upset if he gets pushed out. And neither am I. I don't think anyone is at this point. I don't, like. I feel like everyone just needed somebody to be mad at, and he kind of fell into the scapegoat part. But no one really wants to be mad at him. You know, I like I like all of Zack Snyder's movies. Watchmen's right. one of my favorite films. Great movies. I like Three Hundred. Dawn of the Dead's one of my favorite. Yeah. Horror films of, like the last 10, 15 years. But. You can't have two divisive movies back to back and trying to jumpstart this cinematic universe. And I, you just can't. That's not good. That's not good business. 
And that's not good for the fans either. Not only that, it's not good for the mainstream. Because now the mainstream's trying to get it, trying is starting to get a hint of what's been going on. They're like, oh, you know, I heard that. I keep like I work with a lot of people. You know, I keep I wanted to go see that Batman Superman movie, but I kept hearing like it wasn't that good. I was like, yeah, I enjoyed it, you know. It's it's a flawed film, but like now it's getting into it's seeping into the mainstream audience. Yep. Where everyone, you know, like anytime you ever hear of like a Marvel film, it's like, oh my god, the last Captain America movie was so good. So everything like that's that's it's just who knows what's going on. I'd love to be a fly on the wall though. I would really love to be in these meetings because these things are happening faster than what usually happens. Like they just jump started a whole film division at Warner Brothers, right? In a matter of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's been just something else we said needed to happen like months ago. I really think that I think that they're finally getting. I mean, obviously, they listen to Shailene on Batman. They just listened. They subscribed to Shailene on Batman, and you should too. <laughs> so, because everything that we've said needs to happen is happening. Imagine that. So uh, I had this idea for casting for Shazam. I think we should have John Cena be Shazam. So <laughs> no, that... Zac Efron. I want to. I want to have John Cena and The Rock fight each other. <laughs> I want to see Zac Efron in it, dude. Zac Efron is in. Baywatch with did you see how ripped that dude is? Yes. I yes. did yes. <laughs> as, as soon as I saw it, I was like just because originally I wanted Marky Mark. But I was like, oh, no, yeah. get get Zach Efron. Yeah. So he's uh he's come quite a way since his high school musical days. <laughs> yeah, he has. I really I'm I really want to go see that movie he's out in this week. What is that? Neighbors Two? Yeah, I see the movie looks good. First one was pretty good actually. I, I haven't it. seen the first one. I like Seth Rogen too. Um, but yeah, so DC films, John Berg, like, it seems like the John Berg kind of a thing is like, okay, so we got a movie guy, because a lot of people, a lot of the criticism about Jeff Johns is he's not a movie guy, he's a comic book guy, he's, TV he, he's TV dude, but getting John Berg, it's like having your cake and eating it too. Right. My only question was, what is their relationship going to be? What's Jeff Johns' relationship going to be like with John Berg? Like, is he going to be the ones that... When John Berg is John Berg and Jeff Johns, are they, are they who's the one who's in charge of like the comic book side of it? I would imagine Jeff Johns is the one in charge of the comic book. But side like of how DC runs their company is Dan DiDio, who ran TV, like ran like a news channel for a few, for like a whole career. He's in charge of like the comic side, and Jim Lee, who ran comics, is in charge of like the entertainment side. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it must have worked out for them. I mean, I mean, they are doing a new fifty, another rebirth of New Fifty Two or something. <laughs> Some something. Some rebirth of two. Crap. <laughs> rebirth. Well, that's two. what my question is. Are is are they are they going to switch the roles? Because okay. that's that's what they do at the DC. That's what they're doing at DC. Now I'm sure they're not. I'm sure Jeff Johns is going to be the one who's in charge of the comic book side. But what is their what? What are their roles? How are they going to be defined? I don't. I just. I know Jeff Johns is defined as the chief creative officer at DC right now, which is a great job title. So, like, I just. I. The only thing about that report that I was missing was, okay, what ro- exactly are their roles going to be? Yeah, it just says co-headed. Like, it doesn't. I'll give you that. It definitely so who? Break but, it down. And when when you have two bosses like that. 
who who's this who's the de facto who has yeah. the last word that's my my is it is it 50 50 or is the answer is ben affleck one of them maybe <laughs> right is one of them like kind of the studio's like last way to hold on to something like you, we cannot do that so. or maybe maybe john berg is when we had marco desky on who was uh the exec producer of Lord of the Rings, he said that his role, when we, when we talked to him, was like, what was your role on the film? He said, I was kind of the the communicator to the studio from right. Peter's vision to the studio because they didn't really understand this world and this this universe that we were creating. He, and he goes and like, maybe, maybe that's what, maybe Jeff's like, okay, here's what we're doing. And they both communicate. But since Jeff really isn't, like, Jeff's from, like, he cut his teeth in film. But when you think of Jeff Johns, you don't think of him as a filmmaker. No. You think of him as a comic book guy, which is great. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Who, is it Ben Affleck? The, is he the one that breaks the 50-50 tie? Who's that person? Because I just don't want friction between these people. Like, it's either Ben Affleck or whoever is the director of said movie that they're working on. I don't know. I don't like that thing either. I like the idea of Ben Affleck being the guy, but yeah. But how long can he stick around? At DC I think films? I think that Ben Affleck's more invested in these films than a lot of people. I mean, ever since BVS, his role has be has gotten expo- exponentially greater. True. <laughs> so, and That's he's true. working with Jeff Johns on this. He's writing the Jeff. The, the Batman script the with Jeff Johns. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Huh. I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm really glad that's happening. But another question that I have, Tom, do you think that Jeff Johns uh, being involved, do you think that he's going to bring bring more comic book writers to the film world and have them write the, the movies? Like, like Scott Snyder, I heard a rumor like three months ago that he was brought in to help rewrite the Man of Steel two script. Do you think that 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 what's his face, uh, Jeff Johns would bring the bring more comic booky guys to the film studio? Or I think as a comic book fan, I want to say yes, but from like. A studio standpoint and all that like maybe if you brought in like some of like the superstar writers you know i could see that being really helpful but i don't know how worried the studio is about keeping things canon in like the comic book world you know right and but i i re- that that's something that i'd really like to see done a lot more not that they're doing like a terrible job at it, but they're not doing the greatest job right now, you know. So you're saying you want to see continuity between the films and what's been going on in the comics? Maybe not like, maybe not even just like present day, but like maybe just like more nods to things that us comic book fans know about, you know, like like what they did in BVS. Yeah, I give you that. I just don't know if that's like the route that the studio is worried about taking, though. Right. It's interesting because, like, Scott Snyder isn't doing like he, I'm sure he's not toiling over All Star Batman like he was doing with, you know, Superman Unchained and Batman and Batman Eternal. 
So maybe he does have time to, you know, kind of shepherd the, write a draft or shepherd the the Superman movie. Because he's a good Superman writer, too. Like, he is, he, everything, he is a Aquaman, really. Aquaman, Flash, like. He, like, yeah. he <laughs> All of them. All like, of them. Batman, even. Like, I, all of them. He's wrote them all. He's a really good writer. Who, Scott Snyder or Jeff Johns? Oh, I was talking Jeff Johns. No, I was talking Scott, Scott Snyder. Oh, well, they're both really good writers. <laughs> they're both really good. Both talented. Um, so we talked about some 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 Zach where is that where we think Zack Snyder is <sighs> We're at the point where things are happening fast. What is there anything else that needs to happen for our confidence in this this universe to to get better other than seeing suicide squad that's i guess that's, that's all my only... i really have like all we can do is like watch these films now and see what happens but am i um, i guess the last question i have and if anyone else has any question or anything to add to this what does this mean for the already in the can movies of wonder woman suicide squad how are those movies going to be affected by someone like Jeff Johns? Now, I remember like a few months ago, Jeff Johns was in England when they were filming Wonder Woman. So where what do, where does that lead those films? Are you saying that maybe he's been involved heavily, more heavily than we had thought? Well, I re- like I remember him tweeting a few months ago. I was like, I, everything that's going on, I love Patty Jenkins. Wonder Woman's going to be great. I'm in England now. Like he tweeted that, maybe he is. I don't know, but it seems like ever since he started working with Ben Affleck on the Batman stuff, like he, he it's like after that he went and helped out on Suicide Squad. But my question is like, where does where does that lead those films? Is he does he have no say in what those films are gonna be? Those Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad—they're already done. I don't know what his involvement on those early, early films were. You know what I'm saying? It'll you probably just I'm... be minor stuff like post-production, editing, and stuff like that. I don't think it's gonna be anything minor, like anything on the script or anything. Do you think? Okay, so do you think that? Do you think that Jeff Johns and John Berg—they're gonna? Be, do you think that they are gonna be like Kevin Feige? That he like Kevin Feige, Feige kind of comes up with. This is where we're going with these few films, and this is how we really got to get there. We're going to use these characters. We're going to do this thing. Or do you think Jeff Johns and John Berger kind of just kind of give their insight? They're going to consult, or do you think they're going to be more heavily involved, like Kevin Feige? I'll 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 uh, ask that to Kyle first. I don't think I can even answer that because I have I honestly have no idea. Tom, I want it to be like a collaborative thing more than like Jeff Johns and John Berg walk in and like point their finger and say, this is how we're going to do it. Go, you know, like I still want directors and writers and stuff to have like complete control over these films, but maybe when they step out of line or something just has to be added to them, like we get that constructive criticism for those two. And it turns into more of like a collaborative writing and directing process. Do you think that he? I'll ask this, Kyle. Do you think that I'm? I'm sure I'm gonna get the same answer from you. But do you think that Jeff Johns he's interviewing like potential directors? 
Do you think that he's in interviewing potential writers uh, like Kevin Feige? Because Kevin Feige, Feige, like he is involved heavily in everything, in every aspect of production, getting getting the people uh, uh, cast, getting the directors, getting the crew. Do you think that's do you think that's what Jeff Johns and Berg are going to be doing, or do you think it's just going to be more kind of like story wise? If it was just Jeff Johns, I'd probably say no. But the fact that there are two of them, they could take on all those responsibilities. Like it is probably why they did it that way. But again, like I'm not a part of the production, so I don't know what's actually going on. So I can't really say. Before before I ask Tom that, I really think that Jeff Johns and John Berg need to hire uh, the guy who directed the first season of True Detective. That guy was so good. <laughs> could you just have anything? He could, he could, he could make anything. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the possibilities now. Like, what would I want him to make? Aquaman. <laughs> mm, maybe. He's a good director. He's a good director. That's for sure. He could do. He could do like a. He could do like the DC Dark movie that Justice League Dark. Oh. What's his name? Kerry Fukuhama or Fukunaka or Fukushima? No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, so, Tom, same question to you. Do you think that Johns is going to be more... Johns and Berg are going to be more just like story I... consulting? Or do you think they're going to be like, here's who here's our, here's who I want the Flash film. Edgar Wright. Go get him. Yeah, I, I agree with Kyle on that one. I think that is why there's two of them. Like, I think... I mean, it kind of only makes sense but like you you gave the you gave the opposite for the for uh marvel like i feel like john berg is gonna take care of the really businessy aspects of stuff and that uh wow that jeff johns is gonna take care of like the stories and the continuity and stuff like that I, I at least that's how, that's what I would see being most effective. Do you th- do you think that the reason that there's two people instead of just having one person is because a lot of people think that Kevin Feige has too much power over at Disney and Marvel now? That's a good point. Like it is always better to well, I can't say it's always better, but in my experiences power seems to be better when it's distributed equally, you know. Do you think that's what, Kyle? Same question. Do you think that's a reason to get two people so that I mean, one doesn't become too powerful? I mean, I don't want to like compare it to Marvel too much, but I do really like what the Russo brothers are doing, where they have co-director prowess months. I mean, they kind of like bounce out ideas off each other. That's how they make their movies. So, like maybe having two producers do the same thing will be really effective. I guess we won't really know until Justice League comes out. I know. It's like, like these, the Suicide Squad, other than the last act of it or how, whatever, like that's really not the Jeff Johns, John Bird kind of a thing. It won't be till Justice League won. So we have to wait a whole nother year before we really see the fruits of their labor. It's so, like waiting for BVS all over again. I know. And we thought it wasn't going to be like that. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's cool. I can wait. I just seen BVS. It was awesome. Now I'm like, ah, Susan Squad. Look at all these changes. <laughs> so yeah, so that's gonna be it for episode 63 of Shannon on Batman. Uh, make sure that you're fo- go uh, go follow us on Twitter. Go like us on Facebook. 
Um, you can find us on Twitter at Shailen on Bat. You can like us on Facebook simply at Shailen on Bat. Man, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we're we're what we're gonna do uh, for people who subscribe, or I guess not to really subscribe, but if you write a review for us on iTunes, an honest review, we will give you a when the first Batman Rebirth comes out, we will give you an issue of that. So if you go do that for us, we will do that for you. So if you could do that for us, that'd be awesome. And we will obviously uh, send love your way as well. So if you can do that, that'd be awesome. Uh, you can find Tom at Batman Baselap. Find Kyle at Looting Kyle. You can find me uh, uh, on Twitter at Batman Shannon. I am Justin Shannon, your host for Shannon on Batman, episode 30, 60, oh, 63. Uh, uh, yeah. Say goodbye, Tom and Kyle. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I am the night. I am the night.